Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. A Harris County court is fighting back against revenge porn in a landmark ruling. Plus, would you take a bullet train to Dallas to avoid that boring drive? And a local woman is making headlines and breaking records. Hey, Houston newsletter writer Brooke Lewis joins me to recap these stories and more. It's August 15, 2023. I'm Raheel Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. Hey, Houston, I've got Brooke Lewis. You see what I did there, Brooke? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, I know, I had to do it. I'm sorry. What's up? Good morning. How are you, Brooke? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. There's a lot to talk about, and I'm so excited to finally have you on one of my favorite newsletters, of course. Uh, Subscribe to Hey Houston. You got a lot of great information in there. So, the author, the editor, the brains behind it, Brooke, (laughs) I'm so pumped to have you on. Before we get into some news, I want to ask you a Houston question, okay? And just follow along, all right? So, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, they've been going back and forth about this MMA fight, which is now supposedly off because Elon doesn't want to do it. And I don't know, it's all this nonsense. (laughs) But the big story was that if this fight were to happen, it's going to be in Rome and it's going to be at a, quote, epic location. So, everyone's assuming it's the Coliseum. Now, what does this have to do with the city of Houston? Well, Brooke, you are everything that the city of Houston is awesome about, right? Like, you are it. So, if they came to you and say, Brooke, we need you to pick an iconic location for this fight because now Zuckerberg and Elon, they want to do it in the city of Houston. Where's your epic location? Where are you picking? Okay. So, it has to be the be someone sign. Now, I know people are like, how is that possible? There's traffic. It's on I-45. But that's that's the magic of it, you guys. It is in the middle of everything. And can you imagine them just shutting down I-45 for this fight? Like, people would have standstill traffic. They would probably get out of their cars, take some like TikTok lives for it. It would be awesome, but it would also be really, really annoying. But I think it would be hilarious to watch that go down on I-45. That's so good. I'm kind of upset I didn't think of that one because of the traffic (laughs) angle. My traffic angle was it has to be one of the bridges that connects Montrose over to the other side on 59. And you have to do it on that bridge, like during rush hour. So people can really get a sense of what Houston is like uh, because there's a lot of traffic, right? Maybe it's next to that spur, like you can see the spur in the background. You can see everyone just trying to cut in and get back on 59. Maybe that's where it is. But I like that pick. You could do the water wall. That's an obvious one, right? Like that's a cool background as well. But yeah, I just want to start off with that. I want to get an iconic or epic location, as they called it, before we jump into some news. And let's get into it. Let's talk about some news stories that happened not only on Monday, but over the weekend that we haven't had a chance to talk about. So, Brooke, you start us off. What was a big story that caught your attention? 
So this story was just really heartwarming that I read about. It is a woman named Elizabeth Francis, and she's a Houstonian. And she recently celebrated her 114th birthday, making her the oldest woman in Texas and also the second oldest woman in the country, which is honestly crazy. My great grandma lived until she was 98. And so I was probably in kindergarten when she passed away. And I always remember being in awe of seeing like a woman at that age. She always like was very high functioning, like just have really good conversations. Um, And seeing this woman also being like very, very lucid and her daughter was sitting next to her. Her daughter is 94 years old. And so that's crazy. Think about if you live that long with your parents and to be able to sit side by side and you're in your 90s and your mom, she's in her hundreds. It, it's pretty crazy. Wow. Okay. That is wild. 114 years old. As you mentioned, the daughter is 94. Frances also has two more grandchildren, five great grandchildren and four great, great grandchildren. Yes. That is unbelievable, Brooke. Now, I have a question for you. This is kind of morbid, okay? (laughs) And I've talked to my wife about this. I said, look, as we advance as humans, right? Like we live longer and longer. Like 114 is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Is there a cutoff for you where you go, okay, if I hit (laughs) X age, like I'm good. Like you guys can be like, all right, you know what? I lived a great life. I'm out of here. I'm good. Is there a number? Have you even thought of that? No, I, I mean, I've thought about it here and there just because I do have grandparents that live very long. Like I have three out of the four grandparents still alive and they're all in their 90s, wow. which is crazy. My great granddad is 97 right now. So long lasting age runs in our family. But I I don't know. I think past 90 for me would be it would just be hard. I think if I'm still able to, I mean, my grandma still drives, she still cooks for herself, she still is able to do a lot of things. So if I'm like that, and I'm just like, able to go out and about and just um, be very lucid in conversations with my friends and family, then I say, yeah, I'm I'm down to live into my 90s, into the hundreds, who knows, but I think it's a possibility based on how old my grandparents are. (laughs) That is so cool that you have three of the four still alive. That is a blessing right there. And yeah, if you're like still functioning and you're good, you're talking, you know, driving, probably not like at that age, I'd be like, okay, I don't want to drive. Like it's just too much. (laughs) But if you're functioning and enjoying lifestyle, then yeah, that's a good like whenever that ends, right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. What about you? Would you want to live into your 90s or into the hundreds? So I, for the longest time said like, after 75, I'm kind of good. I'm like, that's a lot. But now with the way things are going, 75 is the new 50. That's so true. Yeah. So so like I have to adjust my number. I'm not sure anymore because for the longest time I said 75 is good, whatever. Um, I would say I'm with you. Like if I'm still functioning, I'm good and I'm living life and I'm able to do everything on my own, then hey, let's keep it rolling until that ends. Yeah, my friend recently went to the Beyonce Renaissance tour and she was talking about how this might be the last one for Beyonce. And I'm like, Beyonce's in her 40s. I imagine her still on tour, like in her 70s. Who knows? This is like just the beginning. So that's what I I totally get the whole 75 is the new 50. Like 40s is like the new 20s, honestly. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay, my biggest story of the week, this is a really important story because it's really setting a precedent. So, uh, Harris County Court awarded a Katie woman, and she wanted to remain anonymous during this because you'll hear in a second, 
Jane Doe $1.2 billion in damages in a landmark revenge porn case ruling. So for those who don't know what revenge porn is, it's when in a relationship, one partner will take pictures, explicit pictures from the other partner and spread them online. Um, They will just do all sorts of nasty stuff. Well, this guy, Marcus Jackson, kept images from his relationship with Jane Doe. Again, she didn't want to be identified in this and shared it all over the internet. He sent it to family members. He leaked images in Jane Doe's work meetings. And at one point, he even hacked into Jane Doe's mother's security system to spy on her. Now, obviously, this was disgusting behavior. And the reason I'm bringing the story up is because hopefully it'll deter other people from acting out and using revenge porn in getting back at people in relationships because this ruling sets a precedent now. And this is such an important case in a time where nothing is private anymore. So I I want to bring this up. It's just an incredible ruling that hopefully deters future acts of revenge porn. Yeah, like what you said, nothing really is private anymore. And just with social media, you just never know where those kind of photos could end up. And it could have an access of an audience of like thousands and thousands of people. You just never really know. And so that that does just protect women and men. Um, and I, I feel like hopefully help people feel just a little bit more um, safer that their images are going to be remain private. Yeah, I think that's the big thing, right? So if you're listening to this show, um, just know that like, hey, there is a ruling out there. And I think if you have children uh, who are teenagers or even in college, let them know about this. Like, hey, let them know that there are protections now. So, you know, be smart about what you do. Of course, I would say don't send them in the first place. Right. But look, college people are going to do what they do. Adults are going to do what they're going to do, right? Um, but know that th- this right here, tell somebody like, hey, you leak anything. Guess what? We can go to court. Yeah. And I think what's crazy too about those cases is that people will leak photos years later, even after mm you know, the relationship is over, they have no contact with that person. And that person could, you know, be a high profile person, they could have a job that that could put a lot in jeopardy for them. So th- those things are, you just never really know. I, my advice, just don't send it in the first place. But at least yeah. there's um, a ruling in place to kind of protect people now. For sure. Okay, Brooke, this is the first time you are joining me on a Tuesday to talk about some big news. So this is your first time doing rapid fire. So Ooh, I'm, I'm going to throw out some stories to you and we're going to break them down. Here's the first one. The Houston to Dallas bullet train project, which is always in talks. I, I feel like we've been talking about this for like the last 10 years. Well, it might finally have some actual legs this time because Amtrak could be backing the project. Now, again, this project has been in discussion for years, as long as I can remember, but it never really took off. There was rumors that it was going to start in 2021 and it's going to take about five years to construct and get it going. But this bullet train is going to really cut down the time of travel between Houston and Dallas. Some estimates are saying like under an hour, right? We've seen bullet trains all over Japan. Those are awesome to see. My question to you is, if a bullet train were to be completed from Houston to Dallas, would you opt in for the bullet train or are you still going to make the four hour, five hour drive to Dallas? Oh my gosh, sign me up for the bullet train. Please sign me up because I went to Dallas earlier this summer just for, you know, a fun weekend. And I hate the Dallas drive. Like there is something about that drive that is so boring. It's so long. I just, I can't take it. And I, I feel like a train ride, it automatically makes things more fun for me. I love taking trains 
when I lived in Syracuse to New York City. So I think that would just make like the actual travel to Dallas a lot more entertaining. But here's my problem. Okay, so the bullet train would take 90 minutes. It will travel about 205 miles per hour, roughly. When you get there, then you have to deal with the logistics of the Uber and paying mm-hmm. for that. And let's just, look, the bullet train is not going to be free. That's so true. let's say it costs $150. Is it worth $150 to you? Uh, I just think about that time that I did that one day trip where <laughs> I went and I got up at the crack of dawn and then I got home probably at midnight and I was like, this was terrible. So I just, Ooh. I feel like it is so worth it. And I remember having one of my best friends from college, she was from Dallas and she hated the drive going yeah. to Dallas. She hated it. And she was saying the other day, she's like, why don't, why isn't there a train? Why isn't there just an easier way to get to Dallas without getting on a plane? If, even if it was 150, that is a better option for sure. Calculating okay. the Uber, I, I think it's worth it. Worth it. Worth it for you. Okay. My next story, Shipley Donuts, it's, which by the way, it's Shipley, not Shipley's. Okay. Officially, <laughs> although there is a sign that says Shipley's, uh, there's one, I, I think that has the S. It is Shipley's for me. I, I, I Maybe that's like shots fired, but I love, I just, that's what I grew up calling it. It's just Shipley's. It's Shipley's. It's Shipley's. Well, there's a really good story, which we've linked in our show notes about how they are expanding. Uh, at one point, they had 300 locations across the state, but now they're expanding to other states. They're expanding to Maryland and Georgia as well. So I want to give them some love because they are a local institution. Although, did you know they were started in Dallas? I did not know. No. Yeah. Wow, they were that- started in Dallas, but- <laughs> They're Houston now. It's ours, okay? Yeah. What is your favorite order at Shipley Donuts? And is it your go-to place? Do you have a local place that maybe, you know, supersedes it now? Shipley's is just, it's just my go-to. It always will be. There's all kinds of donut places now, like, you know, and you could spend a whole day just trying to go to all the donut places. But I grew up going to Shipley's in Third Ward. Every time my parents and I would leave church at Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church, we would go to Shipley's, get our glazed donuts. And it was like what I look forward to, honestly, at the time, more than going to church, just going to Shipley's after and getting my glazed donut. And that is just my spot. I think it's just like the nostalgia of it. It's the perfect amount of sweetness and just getting that when it's fresh out of the oven, like the warmth of it is so delicious. So Shipley's all the way. What's your go-to order? It has to be the donut holes. I think either the the glazed donut holes um, or just getting like when my parents and I would go and I still do this, just getting like a half a dozen glazed donuts and you can just kind of eat them throughout the day. So good. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Mine is the blueberry cake donut with Mm. icing on it. Oh man, it hits the spot and donut holes. Donut holes have jumped up a lot recently for me. I don't know why, you know, (laughs) just feels like you're eating less but it's yeah. about the same no, it's like the it's same. the same fat same sugar yeah. as a donut but it just feels better on your body right you're like oh this is just a little donut it's all good yeah i think that's why i love it because you don't really feel like you're eating a whole donut but in in reality you're probably eating the yeah. same or more but it's just it kind of makes you more. feel like you know oh, i'm only eating just a little light donut hole it's fine I do want to send some love to Westco Donuts, which is a big institution out here in the suburbs. And I see you nodding your head like, yeah, I know what Westco Donuts <laughs> is. That place is, I think, quality-wise better than Shipley Donuts. I know that's blasphemy right here, but to me, I go to Westco over Shipley's. Wow. Okay. So I'm nodding my head because I hear about Westco Donuts a lot. I've never been. So I think I need to add it to my list if yeah. you're saying that it's better 
almost better than Chipley's because that that is a high high place to be if it's better than Chipley's. Absolutely, Chipley's. you gotta try it out. Everyone listening, you gotta try it out. There's plenty of locations. It's mostly in the Sugarland, Richmond, Katy area, but there's a lot of locations. You can look it up. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, we have some space here. We have some time here to get something off of our chest. (laughs) I need something from you that's been bugging you. I'm going to talk you through it. It's almost like we're doing friends therapy here. (laughs) What do you got? Okay, guys. So I am a native Houstonian. I've lived in Houston most of my life, except for when I was in college and grad school. And I honestly hate when people complain about the heat in the summer because it's just, it's like if we lived in the East Coast, they have horrible winters and they're just like, they just tough it out. But this summer, you guys, I just I just can't do it. I think it might be too, because where I live, I live on the top floor. And so all the heat has just been rising to the top of my apartment. And it doesn't get that cool in the, in the night anymore because our lows aren't even that low anymore. So I have been sweating in the night, trying to figure out how to get cooler. I want to buy like blackout curtains, haven't bought them, but at the process of trying to get them because I just can't get cool at home. Anybody have tips on how to get cooler at home? Please let me know because I'm struggling. (laughs) My friend actually did something really smart. So, you know those windshield sun blockers? He bought 30 of those and put them (laughs) on his window. And like it just literally the heat radiates off of it, right? So, he said that it helped his electric bill drop by almost 40%. Wow. Okay. And I'm honestly, I'm desperate at this point. I I put like my blankets over my window the other day because I have so many windows in my apartment. So, that's another reason why. But it is just, it's its like an oven. It really is. It's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, and we are in a historic, historic run here of 100 degree weather days. As you mentioned, 19 days and counting. I was watching Elise Smith yesterday on ABC 13. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, guess what? 100, 100, 100. No side of rain, which is the other part is yes. bugging me as well. It's like, there's no rain. So, you know, right now, like in our driveway, our driveway is starting to crack. It's starting to sink <laughs> because... Everything is shifting. Uh, I'm just so scared about what's going to happen with the foundation because, again, it is so dry. And, you know, we water the yard and all that stuff, but there's only so much you can do. So it's about to get bad. And there's going to be an economic fallout from this as well with homeowners. So that's something to watch out for in the future. Um, Here's a little update for you. Of course, the weather is already bad enough, but to add one more layer to this on your gripe here, Because of this crazy heat, we're about to see a more active hurricane season. So they've actually updated this. Uh, It was supposed to be a calm hurricane season, but now everything has bumped up. So whether it be named storms, tropical storms, major storms, everything has bumped up because of this heat that not only are we experiencing here in the city of Houston, but across the nation. So that just adds a little layer of fun for you, Brooke. Uh, and like I was telling my friend the other day, when you tell Texas that you want it to rain, then it's like a hurricane. And I'm like, okay, Texas, this is what I mean. I just want like a couple of nights of some light rainfall. Doesn't even have to be flooding. Doesn't even have to be thunderstorm. Nope. Just like a couple 
light rainfalls, not a hurricane. So if you're listening, Texas weather gods, please do not send us a hurricane. Please do not. Please not. We can't handle this right now. We're already drained from the heat. Please yes, don't. But yes. a summer storm would be nice. Just oh, you know, yeah. in the evening like we're used to. I oh don't my know. Gosh. Just a nice 45 minute rainfall would be great. That's all I'm asking for. Just no storms. Just, please no storms. Just to get the temperature in the 80s. That's all we're yeah, asking for. Can, can it at least just be 80s, please? That'd be great. <laughs> um, the other thing about, you know, why it's still so hot at night. Of course, the lows aren't hitting the 80s. But I was just watching this documentary on heat islands and what that exactly means. And the problem is because it's so hot, we're like in a feels like 112, 120 at times. All that heat is just getting sucked up by all the asphalt, right? And it radiates back out at night. So everything is hotter because we're in heat islands, right? Like throughout the city of Houston, what's happening is all of the the buildings, the roads, everything is absorbing this heat. And because it's not getting cooler, because there's no rain, all that heat just exits at night. So that's why it feels hotter even at night where we can't catch a break. Yeah. (laughs) Stick with me on this one, okay? Okay. We've all seen what's happening in Maui and it's absolutely tragic. And, you know, if you haven't been keeping up with the Maui fires, you know, just Google it, check out the link in our show notes as well. My gripe is, are you ready for this one? Mm -hmm. I hate that people are flexing that they've been to Hawaii when they're talking about what's happening there, right? Like posting vacation pictures, posting like, oh, we had a great time in Hawaii. I can't believe it's happening there. And this is one of my biggest pet peeves. I hate it when this happens. When we're talking about tragedy, whether it be something like the fires, whether it be a celebrity death, people instantly like want to flex and it bothers me so much. So my gripe is, can we just share pictures of what's happening right now and just show the devastation? Share the links to you know organizations that are helping out the residents and helping out the area recover instead of just posting your pictures like, oh, look, I've been to Hawaii. Check this out. Yeah, that's that's awful because I honestly feel like that's disrespectful to the people that are there and li- like honestly living the tragedy in real time. I remember seeing this girl there with her family and she actually got separated from her parents and she was posting TikTok updates live trying to figure out where her parents were for hours. Luckily, they got reconnected, but there was a moment, yeah, where she was just like honestly sobbing on TikTok because she did not know where her family was. And so I I think those are the kind of things that I'd rather see as as hard as it is to see on social media than seeing somebody post, you know, their vacation because it's like that doesn't yeah. help things at all. Like seriously, the pictures from three years ago when you were there doesn't help anybody. Yeah, no. Okay. Like share your experiences, which is fine, but maybe do it later. Don't do it like when the fires are actually burning uh-huh. or right now when there's so much recovery at stake. Maybe do it next week, you know? So yeah. That was my thing that I was like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? And there's also a fire. Did you see the mulch fire that happened in Northwest Houston that's Uh been burning? But luckily, firefighters have contained it. There was this huge fire at a uh, mulch facility and it started as a small grass fire and it just took off and you see the pictures at night. It's crazy. It looks like it's just, it looks like a mountain of lava, but everything is okay. I think the, the biggest thing to watch out for now are the fumes that are going to be coming because there's a lot of smoke in the air for residents. The fire is contained as of right now, but of course that could change. It's so dry. It's so hot. Central Texas has been dealing with fires as well. So this is just another fallout from all this dry, hot weather, not only in our area, but again, across the nation. 
Yeah, that is wild, honestly. It's just showing, honestly, how bad the heat has been and Mm -hmm. and the effects that it can do. And uh, it's horrible. All right, Brooke, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for helping me get caught up on some news as well. And I can't wait to have you back on. Yes, you made me want to get Chipley. So I feel like it's going to probably happen today. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That was Brooke Lewis. If you don't know by now, she's the awesome writer for our newsletter, Hey Houston, which you need to subscribe to right now at houston.citycast.fm. Before we go, the name Johnny Hardwick might not stand out when I first say it, but you will recognize him as the voice of Dale Gribble. Yes, Dale Gribble, the funniest character from King of the Hill. Hardwick passed away at 64 years old, and I just wanted to take a moment to reflect on how important of a show King of the Hill is for the entire state and how much I loved it when I was growing up. It's a show that perfectly captures why we love our state and the wild characters within it, like Dale Gribble. Now, if you've never watched it, then please start binging it right now, although I will tell you it is 259 episodes, so it's going to take a long, long time, but I promise you'll love it. It's a great show, and again, it perfectly captures why we love our state. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. You could do maybe 59 in Bissonette. You know, that's iconic for other reasons, you know, for reasons that maybe we don't want to be known for, (laughs) but still that's a good one. (laughs)